Let us introduce you to Triple M's Weekend Breakfast. Loz is best known for making common life mistakes and drinking too many Coopers at the Exeter Hotel. Tomo is a battling hills footballer, bricklayer and number one ticket holder in the Bruce McAvaney fan club. Now this really is delicious. The new way to wake up on weekends, 7 till 9am Saturday and Sunday. Triple M's Weekend Breakfast with Loz and Tomo. And now Loz, we've got to talk about this truck that crashed into the BP service station because it's... It's just clearly not knowing your limitations, is it? Like, surely that's the number one thing. Once you get your truck license, you understand how big the bastard is. You know how tall it is. Yeah, I would have thought so, mate. And even driving around in a RAV4, I live in fear Mm -hmm. that I'm going to go into a Wilson or something. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm too tall for the thing. I'm with you. And I'm going to hit the thing. I'm with and you. And you see trucks going under bridges. Ugh, anxiety. And it's so close. Anxiety. So this happened uh, yesterday, actually, down at Westlake. Some man uh, misjudged going into the petrol station and absolutely cleaned up the BP. Mm. Now, see, see, this now is this is a great argument for what I've always said. And I think that the um, the hoses that are connected to the okay. need to be much, much longer than they are. Much longer because you have yeah. to pull up right next to the thing, and sometimes I'm not quite close enough, and the bloody hose doesn't reach my fuel thing. Have, have you ever gone on the wrong side and stretched the bastard over the top and flicked it in? I've tried. Mm. It's not been long enough, Tomo. Really? You know I love a longy. Yes. Yes. Okay. Understood. <laughs> anyway, I believe this has been done on purpose. What? The truck has crashed into the BP station on purpose. Oh, uh, okay. Um, give me one good reason why somebody would do this What on news outlets was it on last night? What was it? Channel 7, 9, 10, everywhere. We're talking about it right now. It's mm. in front of us because it has the postal Star Trek thing on it when service matters. This is an advertising ploy. <laughs> This it is, is this is it. It's free advertising. I'm Obviously, at... the insurance will cover the rest and the advertising through the roof. Everyone wants online delivery, mate. But is it positive advertising? Because well, I see that truck and uh, I don't associate that business now with good service. I associate it with driving into a BP. It, it, no, no, no. Because what's the saying? Any publicity is good, good publicity. publicity. You've got to run with it. But it does yeah. remind me of a time on a buck show, Loz, yeah. that there was a, there's about 40 of us going down to... This is this would be your worst nightmare. <laughs> 40 blokes going from the Adelaide Hills down to back in Footy Park, it was back then. To when go, was this? 1997? No, no, no. It was to go watch a, <laughs> a Sandful game. One of the boys were playing. Yeah. So there's 40 of us and we're starting early on oh, the tins no. and having oh, a bit no. So we're coming down Flagstaff Hill Road and we're like, well, we've got to pull into the um, Bottolo. So we've convinced the driver to pull in. And he's like, I I don't think I'll make that, boys. (laughs) And one of the lads has hung out. He's hung his neck out and he's looked. He goes, mate, you got got plenty of room. No. So he's going, going along, going along. Bang. Cleans up the drive-thru. And the bloke with his neck out the window thought it was the funniest thing ever. And he's just like, mate, he goes, I'm hiring this bus. When you've had 18 beers, a lot of things are funny. (laughs) And illegal. (laughs) That's right. Drink responsibly. Now, Loz, we've always spoken about this, especially on this show, and we've spoken about it off-air as well. We Mm -hmm. actually think it should be mandatory. So when you... You get your licence, you Mm -hmm. must learn in a manual. Oh, yeah. Because if you're driving around in an auto, 
you don't really know how to drive 100%. No, that's right. You know how to right. drive about 70%. Yeah, I agree. And then the gears make Even up 80. 30. Even 80. Because, and this is the thing where it was drilled into us as kids. He goes, if you are in a situation that you need, you know, to save someone's life, <laughs> yeah. that was always the one, to and save it, someone's life. And yeah. I'm there just going, you know, learning as a yeah, 15, 16 year old to grind and I'm grinding them. I can't find them. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I need to save someone's life here. Yeah. I need to get it's this right. It's a standard H tomorrow. Oh my God. Anyway, some, uh, some car thieves have been, uh, this is happened throughout the week here in Adelaide as well. Some car thieves have been caught like red handed trying mm. to steal a car up in Nort. Mm. So there's four of them. They've got into the car ready to take off. Can't drive manual. None of them can drive manual. Out of four, not one thief can no, drive manual. Out of four of them. So this is the thing. So if I'm going to be a robber or a yeah. thief or whatever, <laughs> I'm and very... I'm stealing a car, I want to know how to drive it. Do you think that at any point they shone a torch through the window to see if the thing had a gear stick? <laughs> or do you think it was once they'd broken yeah. in, hot-wired it, yeah, that's right. and then he went to go put it in reverse, slide it down the straight line. He, oh. knows, he knows how to hot-wire it, but he can't change it from third to fourth? <laughs> Where are we at? Now, I'm 30, so I'm in that age group now. Well, I'm, I'm late to the party, to be honest, mm. where I'm actually thinking about eventually buying a home. Yeah, I'm a renter. I've always been a renter. I'm, I'm, and, and the thing is, is I was always a bit of a... I hate to say it, I've been a traveller. So oh, traveler. I spent my money on that instead of investing in a home. And Mate, I think you've, a lot. You've changed the last six months because you were pretty well happy. You know what? I'm just going to rent forever. Well, I... must be that bricky wedge. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. I've I spoken to you about I know, this. I can't say how much. <laughs> Mate, people, no, think, if I'm... anyone thinks I'm on. <laughs> you'd be actually upset for me if you saw what I was earning, oh, I think. Really? Yeah. Come on, Brad March. You're better than that. <laughs> anyway, I told you not to bring that up. Yeah, get um, back on track. Okay, so there's a home in Kensington. Sold. And I'll tell you, hang on, let me just say, I'll tell you the reason why I'm thinking about it more. It's because now rent prices are so astronomical, yeah. I may as well be paying a mortgage. Yeah. You know, it's just ridiculous. So I heard you drop it this week on Rudits and Laws that your rent has gone up. So you've actually been, I know this is crazy to say, but you've been one of the lucky ones, Laws, mm-hmm. because this happened two years ago. Yeah. When I had an, an investment property, I should say, I had the option to really, you know. Hike it up. Yeah, because otherwise you're like, well, see you later. You kick them out and then yeah. you put it on the market for that. Yeah. And that's the thing. People have no choice. I was already, I think I moved into it and it had already been hiked up. Yeah, right. And then it's been hiked up again, again. because of the market. Yeah. So it's just frustrating. And a lot of people out there who are renting like me, who are like, I can't save for a deposit because uh-huh. I'm paying so much in rent, uh-huh. but I could pay a mortgage, yeah, but I can't save I for a deposit. It's, so it's just like I'm going around in circles. Exactly. A Kensington home has sold for... 859,000 more wow. than it did last year. It has not been renovated. Not a thing has been done to it. In fact, it's depreciated slightly, in my opinion. The mm. garden has been left to die. Yeah. The, the lawn, you would be sick, would mate. Yeah. The look of it. I mean, this kaikuya, it's crying. Oh, come it on. wishes it was crying because then it would be watering itself. Well, they- <laughs> <laughs> But it's in Kensington and it's a big block. So basically it's dirt money, right? Yeah. But uh, this is scary to me. I see mm. this, and as someone who is already worried about getting into the market, I just think there's just no way. There's mm. just no way. Now, um, in the uh, we spoke to Koshi last week, and yeah. he said something about the budget because you know he loves his, he yeah, loves for his sure. budgets. Yep. He said that the government's thinking about doing a five percent deposit scheme where they um, act as guarantor for the rest of the deposit. Mm-hmm. The government does. How do you feel about that? Well, I don't think it's. I think it's a good idea as long as they go through with it. That's yeah. the thing because it's easy if it doesn't happen and they get. 
elected out or mm. whatever, that, that it just means nothing because this is once again mm-hmm. a political view, Loz, to mm. get people to vote for them. Oh, this is how we're going to do it and we're going to get the young people on board. I know a lot of people who are not Liberal voters who disagree with pretty much all of their policies but are so desperate to have a patch of land yep. and are worried about the future, that this is the kind of thing that will get young people to vote for them. Yep, there's that. and the, But this we see this all the time. A, a, along with the Labor in their last election here in South Australia, mm. was it was a basketball stadium versus ramping and people, mm. you know, with with elderly people in their life that, you know mm. what, what if, what if I need an ambulance yep. for, for my father or my mother or my grandmother? That's what's happening. And they're getting young people to sway, like, yes. in, in these ways. They, they, it's positioning to young people now more than the older generation. Well, it's a powerful uh, group of people yeah. who have been, I think, a little bit apathetic or don't really care about politics in the past, but now it's starting to really impact them yeah. a lot. You but know, did, Didn't ScoMo just turn around and sort of just burn his bridges a bit, though? He said, uh, <laughs> if you're struggling with rent, you should buy a house. Oh, okay, mate. No worries. <laughs> oh, is that it? Is that all I need to do? Yeah, exactly. I just need to buy a house. You know what I'll do at the same time? I'll be thinner. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll have better skin. Anxiety gone. <laughs> I won't have anxiety anymore. <laughs> that bloke doesn't even know the price of a loaf of bread. <laughs> What's the first thing you do coming out of a coma? Okay, so a guy who was in a coma for months mm. woke up and he said, I want a beer. Yeah, unbelievable. And, and I, I understand that. I, I totally get it, mate. I absolutely. I wake up and want a beer too. <laughs> yeah. I'm kidding. Well, yeah. I think he wanted a schooner. I think and, A skewy. Yeah, just a skewy. Just a skewy. You're more of a long neck. <laughs> <laughs> Sparkling too. <laughs> stuff it. Um, so it doesn't even quick. have to be cold. <laughs> Warm. Stuff it. Warm, sparkling. Pommy-like. Can you think of anything more foul? Oh. Waking up and having a Ugh, long neck. Yuck. Unbelievable. What Righto. Would, so, what would you do if you'd just woken up from a coma? Well, I, like I think the this is this sounds like it this is nowhere near being in a coma, but when the pubs were shut down throughout twenty twenty, mm. all I wanted to do was a palmy and a pint mm. in a pub. I just wanted to sit at a front bar. I just wanted to I, I wanted to never see that a hundred dollar note mm-hmm. ever again. Oh, I'm yeah. just like a palmy, pint, few yeah. bets, few beers, hundred bucks gone straight up, and I want to walk home half mm-hmm. tiddly. Yeah. That's all I want to do. I agree. You know what? I've got a really lame one. But this happens to me pretty much every night in the middle of the night. I wake up and I need, and I mean need, to like skull juice. Oh, <laughs> I'm talking mate. pulp in, non-sweetened orange straight from the carton. I could not agree more. So I do this the every night as well. Yeah. When we get, this is an issue in the up at Strathalbyn where I live with my beautiful Charlie. She she buys juice once a fortnight <laughs> because I'll hose it in three nights. <laughs> I will hose it. It's not good. So I wake so up, she knows. I walk out in me jocks. I got me guts hanging out and I just stand there at the fridge going, oh, go, go, go. Good night. <laughs> Every single night it's I'm not with a, you. It's, it's, it's one of the most powerful urges oh. that I've ever had and it happens every time I wake up in the middle of the night I wake up and I go juice yes agree juice agree. I need juice and you're like and you're having you know you've had half a litre mm. and you've, you've drained it and you're like you know what I should should probably have some water. So mm. I go to get the water and I'm back on my juice. <laughs> yeah, I wash yeah. it down with juice. Juice. <laughs> wash down the juice with juice. Well, uh, the other night I uh, woke up. <laughs> we didn't have any juice. So I did it with oat milk. Oh, And yeah. it, it was no good. <laughs> Yuck. 
I thought maybe it would tickle the spot, but it just made things worse. Zero four triple eight five one zero four seven. The first thing you do coming out of a coma. Jason's texted in. This is another heartburning one. He said, "I would slam a bloody Mary," and I think that he's confused it with waking up from a hangover. Oh. Because that's a real hangover drink, isn't it, a Bloody Mary? Yes, it is, actually. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Um, Nathan has sent through, hi, guys, love the show. Oh, thanks, Nathan. <laughs> the first thing I'd do when I wake up from a coma is go to Strats. Okay. Well. Nathan, come on, mate. Nathan, that's... Has yes. he slept? <laughs> I don't think he's slept. Come on, Nathan. Uh, good one from Ellie. She says Whopper with cheese. Oh, I'd take that, wouldn't you? Yeah. But you'd have to have a large Coke now, with it. Oh. Post-mix. And strong. And a straw, please. Yes. Hungry Jacks have taken to not giving me a straw lately. What are they doing? And I've just got to drink it out of that little gap at the top. What, the the old sort of takeaway coffee stuff? Yes. Oh, no. Like a sippy cup, like I'm a toddler. What about with Hungry Jacks as well? So you got the the paper straws. Yeah. And then they put a serviette around the paper straw so they're not touching it and they hand it over to you. But they've touched the serviette. I've touched the serviette so and then they the give point? it to you. So then I've grabbed the serviette, I've got your germs on my fingers <laughs> and now I'm putting it on the straw, mate. Yep. I'd rather you just mouth it's... to mouth me the straw. <laughs> Why don't you suck it up and then spit it into my mouth? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That'd be easier. We could do it like we're doing it with, with spaghetti. You know yeah. what I mean? Or like how a mother bird feeds the baby bird. You chew it up a bit <laughs> and then spit it into my mouth. Um, this one from Kevin is my favourite. And, and I feel like a lot of people will agree with this. You wake up from the coma, what's the first thing you want to do? Wobbly boot. Oh, wow. Yeah, well, the urge would be there, wouldn't it? Yeah. If you're three months without it. Yep. Dingies. And think of all the dreams, to, oh, too. You just got to let off some steam. <laughs> wouldn't last long, but you got to let off some steam. <laughs> if you're expecting a lot from a lover who's just woken up from a coma, <laughs> yeah. you're expecting too much. <laughs> right now, it's time for Loz and Tomo's Weekend Bricky Buzz Off. Now, you were on debut last week and you beat the crap out of me, oh, so flew. I have something to prove this week really? and I'm feeling spicy. You're ready to go. So how does this game work, please, mate? Alicia, good morning, Alicia. Hello. A lovely producer from the UK who's lived here for five years, but six. <laughs> Is it? She's creeping up there and I'm still you a citizen producer. yet? You're not, are you? Yeah. Come off She's it. She's a citizen. She owns property here. <laughs> and yeah, I that's still, true. I still strongly see her as a foreigner. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> She's got you covered. You've been here for 31 years. <laughs> She's... It's true. I am 31. Okay. Now, you're going to give us a category and a letter, Alicia, and we're going to yep. buzz in as quickly as we possibly can. Do you yep. want to give us an example? Oh, name a street in the CBD starting with the letter P. Pony? Yeah, that would be me. Yeah. That sort of business. Yeah, yeah, it's a real it. easy game, but it messes with your mind. Absolutely. You right, here go? we go, UK. Yeah. All right. Name a band oh. starting with the letter H. Hilltop Woods. Yeah. <laughs> So this is the best of five game. Can you tell I don't like Aussie hip hop? <laughs> we would have taken who you were going to say horror show there for a bit. Triple M horror show. Yeah, do you know him? No, another hip hopper. Okay, my woo house. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. name something you would find in the sea. Yep, starting with the letter R. Rock. Oh, would too. Yep. Stub your toes and stuff. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right, let's go. Name something you would find in a handbag. Mm. Oh, not my wheel else. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Starting with the letter L. Lipstick. Oh, of course you would. 
Yep. Come on, you with your little man bag mm. glossing up every ten minutes. <laughs> just in All case right. Tommy Little walks by. Two to Lozzie. <laughs> One more to win it. I was going to make that joke, but there was no context at all when you just ran with it. (laughs) It's because I don't care. I just want to hurt you personally. I don't care what anyone else thinks. Right. Right. Name something you would find in a kitchen, Mm -hmm. starting with the letter T. Tin can. Oh, of course you would. So good. So good, mate. Amazing. All right. I'd love a winning bet or something yeah. there. <laughs> I clicked it twice. I didn't want to play. God, that winning bet got to the answer before you did, mate. <laughs> All right. I have a weird incident that I need to talk about. This is just going to be short, sharp and shiny because there's no big crescendo. Right. It just was what it was okay, and I'm me. confused. Hit me. So I ordered Uber Eats, shock horror. Yeah, that's weird. And... Uh, oh. The guy shows up. He actually finds my house nice and easy. It, it's normally hard to find. It's we need to explain that because you, you, you're two streets and you've got like a reserve next year. I know, yeah. mate, because I backed in those two pots that I dropped off for you that oh. were 140 kilos each and guy I had to carry them one, myself. Guy does me one favour and I can't hear the end of it. Still got scabs on my knees. Yeah, that's not from that. Mm, okay. True. I ordered Uber Eats. He shows up. He runs over to the gate. I grab the bag off of him. Burger or something, I can't remember. There's so many. They all get lost in my mind, mixed up. He hands the bag to me. I go, hey, mate, how are you? And he goes, good, good, no worries, cheers. And I grab the bag. And as I'm grabbing the bag, he loses his smile and his face goes blank, like straight. And he looks into my eyes and he goes, be careful. And I grab the bag and then he smiles again and goes, see ya. And then turns around and runs off back to the car. And I'm just standing there like... What the hell mm. just happened? Well, it's 3,000 calories in that thing. <laughs> That's what it is. You know? <laughs> I mean, those things come out as quick as they go in, if yeah. you know what I mean. Wow. Very rich. Okay, so. What, what could he have been talking about? Well, the, this is the thing where you can set people up, isn't it? It's, it's a, it that's a form of gaslighting. So one of my favourites <laughs> is to do is just say, you know, he goes, oh, mate, you're doing well. You know, it's not true what they say about yeah. you. Yeah. That's always a good one. And it's, it's not like, true what they say about you. Hang on. What are they saying about Oh, don't worry, mate. You're doing well. Do you know, I used to work with a woman who got really drunk and she said this to me and it was just so loaded. Mm. It was technically a compliment, but it wasn't. Perfect. She came up and we were talking. She's, oh, Lozzy, you know what? I do like you. Oh, no. What is yeah. that? Well, it's a backhanded compliment, isn't it? It's a backhanded compliment, but it's just dripping with confusion yeah. and what the hell? I thought we were good. Wow. Anyway, so Tomo, be, be careful. careful. <laughs> Right now we want to talk something that is a bit of a phenomenon that we can't – it's one of those things that you can't really explain but you just understand. Yeah, I so agree. There's some, a feeling, isn't there? there? There's a great divide in this uh, world between yeah. iPhone users and Android users yeah. and the best way to find out is when you get a text from someone if the bubble's green, yeah. that's a droid. But that's only on a. That's only if you're using an iPhone. That's right. So an iPhone is an iPhone, right? Yeah. Android can be a whole number of things. Mm-hmm. can be Nokia, can be Samsung, can be Oppo. Yep. It's another one, <laughs> which I think producer Alicia's got. She's, <laughs> I think she's got an oppo. The old Google Play. Play. Paid, paid $59 for the phone and then she's on a $70 plan. Oh. <laughs> 
So there's iPhone, then there's everything else, which is Android. <laughs> and people just have an energy. You just meet them. I oh, know. And you just know. You just and and it, sometimes it's a surprise because people will have an iPhone and you just go, "You reek of droid." Oh uh, yeah, you stink of it. Yeah, you stink Absolutely of it. Absolutely. So this is the thing, and this is how you find out sometimes when you mm. get a, a new number and you're doing because you can do group chats right mm-hmm. with a with an iPhone. So you you put in four numbers, all mm-hmm. blue, blue, beautiful bubbles. You know, happy days. <laughs> Gorgeous. And, and then you put in someone and it. It just cuts it into a text message to everyone. Yeah. And the worst thing, and some of those phones as well, you can do a group text. At, Hi, guys. It's my 30th this weekend. Yep. Fantastic. One of those people can send back a message and just go, I can't make it. Sorry, man. i got the kids. But then that goes to everyone. Yeah. It's just not right, mate. No, it's, it's not, not right. Like, we need to find a way for us to all live in harmony. The fact yeah, that get an iPhone. <laughs> these companies are enemies. Right, and they they're doing things so that they don't work well together. Yes, because they want you to pick a side. Correct. But I just say, put down yep. your weapons, guys. Just find a way that you can have an iPhone yep. and an Android, and they can get married and have kids. I agree. And everything will be fine. So my mum and dad both Android users, <laughs> yeah. and it's just stock standard for them. Yeah, like absolutely. it, it just works for them, and I can accept that. But other yeah. people that I've met, or other people that we're gonna guess what they uh, what they use, I, I have. I have zero tolerance for them. Yeah, so I'm going to name some people. Okay. And you tell – we don't actually know what they use, no. but you can just you, – they have yep. an energy. Okay? okay, they do. An example that I'll give, first of all, I think that Stuart Jew – Coach of the Gold Coast Suns, yeah. He has Android energy. Android. Yeah, yes. I can pick that. Yep. David Beckham. Oh, iPhone. Yep. Easily. Simple as that. All right, okay. here we go. Carl Stefanovic. Oh, iPhone, easily. Yep. Easily. Big, big time. What do you reckon, yeah? Oh, iPhone, group chat, reacting yep. to text. I agree. Emojis coming out the wazoo. Yep, 100%. Give me one. Uh, I got one here for you. Mm-hmm. Will Smith. Okay. Well, this is the thing because I was thinking about Chris Rock and Will Smith. Yeah. Who's got who? And I've made a decision. Okay, hit me. I think that Will Smith has Android energy oh. and Chris Rock has iPhone. Oh, really? Do you think it's the other way around? No, because I think it, that, that just summed up their behaviour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Will Smith's yep. coming at him. 100%. A real boomer. Big upset. time. Upset. All right, what do you got? <laughs> um, Limo from Bet Cozzy and Limo. Limo. Nah, iPhone. I agree. iPhone, yep. I, I think the I think most people would say Android, but no, he's definitely iPhone. And you know why? Because he's heaps tall. Yeah, true. The to- <laughs> taller people. Yeah. Which is why, obviously, UK has got an Android, don't you? Oh, <laughs> oh she's a wee yeah. thimble of a thing. Lisa Wilkinson. Oh, iPhone for days. Yep iPhone for days. She'd have a really nice cover too. Oh, wouldn't she? Yeah. With flowers on it. Yeah, that's right. It'd be, yep. like, it'd be a country road cover, I reckon, <laughs> with some nice sparkles on it. <laughs> Wilco. Um, Graham Corns. Oh, droid. Wrong. Oh, is he an iPhone Wrong. user? He is. How do you know? Well, obviously, I've got his number. I <laughs> <laughs> was... Oh man, this is this is tough to actually bring up, and I've been talking about it, me betraying the company yeah. here at Triple M. Yeah, but it's not just that. Okay, there's a there's a fair bit to unpack with this story. Okay, I was on the tools this week. I was with uh, my brother and me old man up in Mount Barker building a, a house. And are you, still, uh, are you still bricklaying? I am. I'd see if I can sneak in a day. Happy days, because you know me, mate. I'm an outdoors cat. Well, this is the thing. You've been complaining for five years, right? You want full-time radio work, sick of bloody laying bricks, and now you've got four shows on Triple M. 
four shows, mm. different shows, mm. and you are still laying bricks on your day off. Community battler. So I think you're a martyr. I think you love it. You throw yourself on the sword. Look at me. I'm such a battler. I'm such a hard worker. <laughs> Cash, thanks. Exactly. <laughs> Obviously, I declare it as well. <laughs> anyway, so I was on the tools this week, all right? And um, we were we were cruising along listening to Rue Dits and Laws of the Morning. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And then I just thought, you know what? On, on the, the Tradio, we call it. So the big boom box, the AEG, mm. you stick the battery in, it is fantastic. Yeah. And uh, I just thought, you know what? I'm going to do a bit of market research here. So oh. I've got this thing blown up, okay? Like it is as loud as it gets. And we're working on these sort of, you know, blocks that are like 500 square metres. And it's a, in a new estate, so there's workers everywhere. What time of the day was it? Uh, would have been about maybe 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock. So you got Mel, Mel Anderson. Mel killing it as yeah. well. Absolutely killing awesome. it. She is brilliant. Um, anyway, so did a bit of market research. I thought, you know what, I'll just have a bit of a, a listen to some other radio stations. So Good p- sometimes to do that just to see what you're up against. Exactly right. So I put it on mix. <laughs> Surprised they weren't playing pink. <laughs> they played this three times in one hour. This song? Well, might not have been, but <laughs> at least played it once and because I ran with it. Because that is a huge yeah. radio no-no. <laughs> anyway, so I um, yeah, I had that blaring and my brother and I and the old man are just, just bopping along, just minding our, our oh, own business. And say I'm, what you want, but the Spice Girls... Oh, still got it. It's They're bops and they're, they're slam and jams. Still got it. Anyway, so like I said, I'm working you know next door to a few people and the landscaper next door pops up over the Stratco fence. <laughs> And oh, he no. pops his head over oh, no. with a massive beard, his glasses on. He's got a monster can on top of the... <laughs> and he's like, what the hell are you listening to? <laughs> Lost it. And he goes, you, of all people. And he's pointed to me. He goes, I thought you'd be listening to Triple M. And I'm just like, oh, sorry, mate. You know, I actually felt like I'd committed a crime. And I'm like, oh, sorry about that, mate. Sorry. I said, oh, you listen to Triple M, do you? And he goes, Yep. Every time you're not on. <laughs> so Aussie workers, we've had a couple of rough years where mm. we've been in isolation. We've been quarantining. We've been working from home. Yep. We've been at the office, but social distancing, wearing a mask. It's been very confusing. And yep. a lot of people have just set up an office at home and that's how they've done it. And that's how they've gotten by it. And they've started to like it. Well, they've liked it as well. They've kicked the third kid into the kitchen yep. and set up in the bedroom and gone, yep. this is how it is. Yeah. Tyler, enjoy the tiles. <laughs> Tyler on the tiles. <laughs> Tyler by name. Tyler by nature. <laughs> anyway, so uh, now that we're all starting to go back into the office and with the cost of commutes going up, mm. people are not liking it. No, that's They're right. saying, I like it at home. I don't want to go in there. I like working in my track pants. Mm. I like being able to get up at eight and walk in and brush my teeth and grab a coffee and sit down at my desk. Yeah, 100%. So what about, well, you're, you're a bit different. You hate it, don't you? Obviously, broadcasting hate. from home sucks. Oh, you feel so alone. Yeah, there that would suck. no lonelier person on the planet yeah. than being in your study in the dark with yeah. your little computer screen, Yuck. your headphones on. Hey, yeah. guys, I'm here. Uh, I've got a segment idea. Shut up, Loz. And especially when you, um, you know, didn't pay your internet bill the other week and it <laughs> lagged completely. <laughs> Like, seriously, there was that, that big of a, a gap between Dits and you talking. I thought they were going to play the backing track. I was broadcasting from Ukraine. <laughs> so, oh, people are upset. 
And I just don't understand wanting to work from home. I love getting up and leaving the house and having a reason because if I, I think it's because I turn into Shrek. Correct. I get disgusting. Yeah. I get like a bird's nest on the back of my head. Yep. I get this like like congealed like um, black mascara under mm. my eyes. I'm just a gremlin. If I don't have to leave the house and see other people, I deteriorate really, really quickly. A reason to get out of bed. But I can understand the financial burden of it all. If you're paying two bucks a litre for fuel and then, you you know, some people are paying for parking to get mm-hmm. into the office or doing all of that, I can understand the financial burden. But that wasn't an issue three years ago. No. That's the way. You've got to look at it like that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it's... um. They've yeah. gotten used to this new way. You know what blows my mind? What's that? So I've got two brothers and they've both got kids about the same age. And one of the families, they had to work from home for a bit and didn't like it. And the other family loved it. And it was so interesting to me. Like I would go over there and my brother would be sitting there with his headphones on working at the computer. Mm. La, 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 yeah, la, la. loving it. Loving it. Yeah. And his five-year-old's running around going, la. Ah, Dad, this, dad, that, and I just wouldn't be able to handle it. Yeah, so there's two, like you said, there's two types of personalities there because you get the 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 office worker that goes in and you know what? Oh, I've done a bit of work. I'm mm. going to eat myself senseless. <laughs> like they do, mate. I'm sorry. I've got mates that are just seriously blown out. <laughs> You know, it hasn't been good for him. I said, mate, you're not even in lockdown anymore. What are you doing? No, but you do get people like that. But then you get the efficient workers as well. Mm. So they do what they do at eight hours in the office. Because they're so chatty and whatever, mm. yeah. they can do it in yeah. four at home. Yeah, And then they're away. So I don't know. There's there's pros and cons to it all. But I What's think... Your, who are you? Are you an in-work guy? I'm happy to do... I'm happy... I love a combination. I love coming into work, interacting with people. That's my personality. But... The other thing is, if I can get home and beat the traffic and smack some things out at home, happy days. I need a slave driver. Mm. I need someone whipping my back. Really? Because if I'm left unchecked, unvetted, yeah. I will do, and I'm not kidding, nothing. Yeah, see, I, I, I can't do that. I'm really scared <laughs> of this close contact stuff and actually getting this right. Seven days at home by myself. Oof. Oh, the demons upstairs. Oh, the demons St- everywhere. <laughs> Triple M's Weekend Breakfast with Laws and Tomo. 4.7 Triple M.